pleasant good morning to you, my COPE 100 family. I really hope you're in top shape this morning. Welcome to COPE 100 podcast, where every Thursday we openly share stories, coping strategies, and lived experiences to manage our emotions. This is your host, Leone Brown, coming to you real and uncut with her stories, her lived experiences, and sometimes that of others to hopefully change your lives. In today's episode, I will be sharing with you a wonderful experience I just had with someone I supported years ago. So the title of this morning's episode is You Reap What You Sow. On my way to work this morning, I was passing someone and I thought this young man looks very familiar. So when my husband dropped me, I waited and looked in the distance and there he was. I was so happy, I waited until he came down to where I was and we gave each other the biggest hug. I am on high this morning, just looking at where he is, where he has come from and a glimpse of where he's going. In that short moment, I was just bursting, feeling so proud of him and I told him, I said, John Doe, I am so very proud of you. He remembered how I helped him. So this young man is from abroad. He came to this country, to London, with a degree, a certain degree. And he was not utilizing that degree because he did not get it here. And he was working below his banding due to issues he faced whenever he went on interviews. So he was working at a band two level and he should be working at a band six just because of difference in location, countries, regulations and employment rules. I observed him for quite some time. I wasn't his mentor, but whenever I'm working somewhere, I have a glance around at people because I love people. I know what it's like not to feel loved and cared for and to be devalued, undermined, pushed aside and ignored. So I tend to look out for those people so they don't get lost in the system if I could help it. When I noticed his potential, I kept observing him because there are times when what you want for somebody is not what they want for themselves. And I've experienced that where people telling me what they want for me and what they want to see me do. And it's totally the opposite of what I want. So I spoke to him and asked him, what are your desires? What do you want to do? And he explained to me that he wants to work in the field that he studied his degree in. However, he has been on several interviews and has never been successfully appointed to the post. So 
I arranged a meeting with him and nobody knows this where we work. I do things quietly. I arranged with him, had that discussion to say, do you feel that you are aware of where you're not doing so well? Did you get feedback? And he explained to me that he is diversely abled. Now, when you're diversely abled, it's not easily seen. So you could look at him performing physical tasks and don't realize how difficult it is for him to articulate and process certain things. Now, during interviews, the questions are firing because everyone gets the same time slot, maybe a 45 minutes or an hour, and everyone is assessed in the same way. And none of the, 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 the um, people interviewing or none of the candidates are the same, yet we do the same assessment. So some people who are neurodiverse may be disadvantaged. But during this time, <clears throat> I noticed there were comments made about him and people saying things like, he's slow, like I'll be hearing it. They wouldn't say it to me, but I'll be passing and hearing conversations. He's slow, he's so annoying, very negative things. And that drew a light in my head and I'm like, if someone is being spoken about like that, it's not right. So when he confided in me about his neurodiverse ability, I asked his permission to speak to the recruitment team and disclose this to say that can someone sit and work with him on interview techniques for neurodiverse people. And he agreed. And I emailed the head of recruitment and she arranged for him to get some support in helping him to maneuver his interview techniques. He was so grateful. Within about two months, he said to me, I've applied for a job, for a job. I don't know who was more happy, if it's me or him. I was screaming. He went somewhere temporarily and I said, you go and learn all these skills. If you need me, I'm here. During that time, he did contact me a few times for support. I said, no one has to know I'm supporting you. I'm not telling anyone, you know, this is between us. Whenever I see him, we stop in the corridors. I give him some pep talk. I really support him. And seeing him this morning just made me so proud to know that. I have supported someone else because a lot of people think it's what you get in life. It's actually what you give. Giving is actually more meaningful to me than receiving. So we had a lovely conversation and he told me of his plans. The confidence in him was so high. I didn't have to ask him anything. He just kept reading off his tongue what he's doing in June. And then what he's doing when something else comes up. And I said, keep going. I am so proud of you. And to see someone that you've worked with and to experience the joy in their eyes when they see you, that's an achievement for me. What some people describe as achievement, it's not achievement. Some of these things that we call achievement I, I don't know how you describe it, but for me, 
achievement is sometimes what you help others to achieve. It's not only about what you can achieve or what I can achieve. And a lot of people find it difficult to read me. They have assumptions of me and thinking I'm a certain way, in a good way sometimes, but it's not easy to know what someone's needs are if you do not listen to them. So I want you to remember that you cannot support someone if you're not ready to listen to them. And when I say listen, I mean actively listen. Some people listen without intent. Some people listen to respond. And some people listen because they think they have to, but they're not really hearing anything you're saying. Now, I have learned that over the years, not to waste my energy and people who don't listen. And sometimes they mean well, but as you know, we were never taught to listen. We were taught to speak, to express ourselves, but we were never taught how to listen. And some people do not know how to. So I listened in the environment I was working in. I heard comments made about this young man. I spoke to him, listened to his needs, addressed them, supported him to get to where he is today. I won't take all the glory. I only helped him. He did the hard work. I'm so proud of him. And as I speak, I'm remembering that I'm the co-chair for the Enabling Staff Network. So I must contact him to see, yes, he has gotten to where he is, but is he thriving? I wouldn't want him to be there just blending into the system and adjusting himself to the system instead of the system supporting him. So as soon as I finish, I'm going to contact him to have another chat to, to let him know that the Enabling Staff Network are here to support him to be the best version of himself because he may not know about it, or he may not know that I'm co-chairing. Because sometimes when people are neurodiverse, they do not like to disclose because sometimes you may not get the help you need. And some people do not understand disability and they're unconsciously biased. So I want you to remember what you sow, you reap, and you must actively listen and seek first to understand then to support. Mm -hmm. All right, have a lovely day. Until next week, bye-bye.